What's up, everyone, and welcome back to the Mediaverse Podcast. I'm your host, Dylan Licardo, and joining with me, as always, is a Sacred Skull. How you doing, bud? What's up, everyone? I'm doing good. I'm doing good. How are you? I'm, I'm tired, but I'm, I'm oh, excited yeah. to talk a lot of Marvel and a little bit of other stuff. Facts. <laughs> Um, but yeah, so once again, sorry about the not perfect release every two weeks that we've had kind of going on right now. Just our schedules have been crazy. Yeah. They, they probably will continue to be crazy. We will do our best to get episodes out every couple weeks. Um, For sure. But we hope you understand if they're not perfectly on time. Also, um, not this one because I didn't have time to fully set it all up, but, um, it might start putting these out on YouTube. Pog. It's um, going to be Pog. Yeah, my my YouTube has, for some reason, started popping off a little bit recently. So I was like, like yeah, let's throw Mediaverse on there. Yeah. Yeah. Go check out YouTube. Go check out Sacred's Twitch. Good Please. places. Yeah, we, we'd appreciate that. Speaking of, I saw someone has a, an I advanced do. GG partnership I do. now. I am now partnered by with Advanced GG, Code Skull, exclamation point. Skull, it's pretty. Yeah. It's pretty pog. It's um, it's been a, a dream of mine for a long time, and uh, you know, with the help of some people I've met along the way, they put me into the right connections and have talked me up to certain people, and here we are. You know, I got a shot. Nice. Use code Skull for ten percent uh, off. That's that's been on my list of things to eventually get. Hey, you well, can get there, so. man. All right. If I'm per- well, any proof. Enough about our streams and Twitches and YouTube. Facts. But yeah, go use Skull, uh, Code Skull at Advanced Yes, please. Um, but yeah, let's get to our number one topic, and that's What If Season 2. Um, yes, so we sir. had the whole season drop that happened over the holiday break. And what we're going to do, I, I, I pitched this to Sacred um, as the episodes were coming out. We're going to rank the episodes of how we enjoyed them, and we'll talk about them kind of as we go. I thought this was the best format to kind of cover it since it all kind of dropped out once. For sure. Um, So we're going to start at the bottom, and we'll work our way up. I'm sure we'll have difference of opinions. Um, We'll talk about them as they come up. But I'm going to kick it off here with my least favorite episode, number nine. And probably the only one, I'm going to say, out of all of them that I, I didn't overly enjoy. I liked most of the season a lot. Yeah. But my number nine is Happy Hogan Saves Christmas. Oh, yeah. Mine's the same. Okay, good. Because yeah. I've actually seen people put this high on their list. And I'm no. just like... It, to me, it's completely Okay, yeah, I get it. It's Die Hard. Yeah, but it's... But that's all it else. is. And that's yeah. all it feels it is. It just... Yeah. Absolutely. Okay, I'm, I'm glad. I'm glad you. I'm glad you're on the same page there. Um, yeah, yeah no. it was just diehard, and it was just like it didn't. The with a season that, like I said, I enjoyed majority of the episodes. Some of them yeah. still weren't as good as the others, but I thought at least besides this one, all of them were good. Yeah, this one just blatantly stood out as just like this has no point. This has <laughs> not, nothing. I don't yeah. don't see the value in this episode besides they wanted to do Die Hard. Yeah, and it was like a fun like little Christmas episode sure, but like it it didn't it didn't do anything for the story or anything. Nah. It's cool to see Justin Hammer back, I guess. Yeah, but <laughs> yeah. Like, he was the same 
failure as always. I mean, yeah, yeah. Darcy, Darcy was there. Darcy, was she was cool. still Darcy. Yeah, yeah. We got like the third different Avengers uh, Age of Ultron jumping in the window shot of all yep. the Avengers. Yeah, so I'm, I'm glad we're on the same page there. All right, well, I'll let, since we both have the same number nine, I'll let you kick it off with the number eight. Um, what was your okay. eight episode? Uh, I have them pulled up right in front of me. I think I'd probably go, what if Nebula joined the Nova? Um, so the, the premiere, that was, that was the first episode. Yeah, because, uh, no, actually, I'm going to go... Peter Quill attacks Earth. I think that's what I'm going to go with. That's that is be, my number eight. Too. Yeah, that's going to be it. Peter yeah. Quill attacks and then Peter Nova Earth. after that. Yeah, I, that's, okay. That's I, I have Nova a bit higher, so I'll I'll okay. give my opinion on Nova when we get to that. But let, let's talk Peter Quill attacking the Avengers. Um, yeah. Why why would that be your number eight? Um, it kind of felt um unnecessary again. I don't know. It was cool. To see, like, um, what would have happened if, you know, Yondu didn't just want to adopt Peter. But it was um, it was kind of, like, confusing to me because, like, didn't Ego want to, like, just, like, sa- like, suck all of the energy out of Peter and then use his body or something? And, like, not just have a connection to his son and watch him do it? I feel like that was like a big part of it or something. And, and also it just felt kind of just like weird because in the, in the episode they, they captured him and then he, he has a friendship with um, hope and then hope lets him out just because like, I feel like that's just like weird and not very well thought out of an escape. But I mean, fair you know um but i don't know it just didn't really entertain me and i had a lot of like questions that i wanted to have going into it yeah this one is still in the it was all right episodes for me we haven't quite hit where i was like i liked these i really liked these i thought these were good it was fine i didn't think it was bad like you said it was like the the stuff with Peter and him, and then all of a sudden he's no, he's not really evil, even though right. like they really made him out to be right away. And the the like twist of like, oh no, he's actually still good, Peter Quill, and all this. Right. I was like, okay. What I did like was seeing the kind of old school Avenger Hank Pym. Yeah, that was and, cool. Um, and T'Challa's father. T'Challa's father, and they brought back uh, Goliath. Yeah, and like that, I enjoyed seeing those characters. So that's why I was like, I like this. I enjoy it. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it definitely was kind of. We're into the. I liked these episodes, but it, it didn't quite uh, hit. It didn't hit the good yet for me. Right. Um, yeah. Same. All right. Um, well, you already gave what would be next for you then would be yeah. Nebula joined the Nova Course. I'll let you just go off that before I reveal my seven. Um, I will say, excuse me, um, there, that I think starting here, like on the list, I enjoyed every other episode to an extent. I, I'd agree. That from yeah. seven up, I yeah. enjoyed. I think there's a like top tier, like oh, another break, sure. but we've hit the point where like, these were good. These were really yeah. good episodes of TV. I enjoyed the stories. I thought they were cool. 
the ordering obviously is going to just vary, but I'd, I'd agree this is kind of the point. Those two were kind of the bottom, and even yep. then, I still think at the break it's Happy Hogan, yeah, bottom bottom tier, Peter Quill one tier up, and now we're up into the the, the good, yeah, and starting the good, uh, the Nebula Nebula joined the Nova Corps um, episode. I thought that was really cool. It was like uh, I really liked the way they animated it and like the the cinematography of it all looked really cool. And like just the aesthetic of the episode was really cool. Um, but then I also just liked that it was kind of like, you know, a detective movie in 30 minutes, which was cool. Uh, you know, you got your plot twists, your character twists, your side characters that you learn to love the squad that joins up eventually. Like it had all those things that I like. Howard the duck is actually a good right. character for like the right. first time ever yeah. in this episode. And it's <laughs> awesome. It's like, wait, they used Howard the duck correctly. Right. And Korg. Wait, what? We right? got two characters used correctly in this episode and it worked. And, and like that just fits that... in perfectly as well. Yeah. And seeing Nebula, uh, Neb- I mean Nebula with, um, with, um, dang, I can't remember his name. Yondu's uh, rog. horn. Oh yeah, Yondu's, Yondu's yeah, the arrow too. Mohawk. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was cool. It was it was cool. Yeah, you know, like I said, I have it a bit higher, so I'll reveal the ranking when we get to it. But I, I loved the episode. I, yeah. I loved the like Blade Runner aspect and right. the twist. And like I said, like the fact that they used Korg and Howard like just so effectively to counter Nebula. And I love Nebula as a character. I think she's one of the Me best too. MCU characters. So seeing her back after we we kind of know we're probably not getting live action Nebula for a while. So getting a good Nebula story again already was awesome. Yeah. Um, so yeah, so I have it not super high compared to where you have it here, but I have it a bit higher. I'm actually going to go to the other story that involved Korg for my number seven, and that was Iron Man crashed into the Grandmaster. Yeah, this is my next one. <laughs> All right, so this would be your six. All right. Yeah. And, and like I said, I think we kind of are in a chunk here where it kind of made sense. But yeah. once again, I enjoyed the episode. It was a cool Tony Stark story. Oh yeah, for sure. But that's also kind of my issue with it is it was based off of last season. And we, this was the episode that was meant to be in season one. Yeah. Why was it not more of a Gamora story? Yeah. That's like that, that was that was the thing that kept bugging me. I was like, why is it not Gamora? Why, why is there not more Gamora? Okay. Yeah. You have the Tony Stark like hyping her up and like getting her to turn good. But, like, it was a great Tony Stark story. It was a great, like, th- that could have been, yeah, Robert Downey Jr. Yeah. Like, the, uh, um, uh, I love that about it. And that's why it's still, like, a good episode to me. But I just, I couldn't go over the fact that I was, like, this should have been more of a Gamora story since she's the one that goes on to be the guardian of the multiverse and all of right. that. I just, it kind of, that's what felt off to me. No, I completely agree. And especially because they opened the episode with um, with it talking about Gamora and this is how Gamora became like a hero and this, that, and the third. It never really felt like a hero. Right. It felt like Tony was Tony, which was awesome. And then Valkyrie came in as kind of the extra hero and yeah. Gamora just wasn't evil. Yeah. And Gamora like was like trying to kill them but also 
not really fully down to kill them and like fighting herself about it. But like, she was just like kind of like the funny side character sometimes. Yeah. But Iron Man armor car. Oh my God. I was, I, <laughs> okay. I was very much excited to see that. Cause when I first, first of all, shout out spy kids, 3d. I just want to say, <laughs> because without spy kids, 3d, this race scene would have never happened. Um, and I don't know. Mad Max has something to say. Oh, about for the sure. But like <laughs> when you look at the vehicles and like even straight up Iron Man suit um, in Spy Kids 3D, um, you know, his grandpa gets the power up and he gets into a mega suit and then he goes into the race with a chair attached to a giant wheel that is directly pulled out of that thing. Um, um, but I thought that was cool. And um when when he when he gets destroyed i'm like oh okay so he's just probably gonna like fly around you know but then i'm like damn why are there wheels on his back is he gonna like put him on his feet and then he transforms into a car (laughs) and i'm like yo this is sick and it's like electrified and boosted with his arc reactor that was that was dope that's that's some that's one of the reasons why um I was so happy with it because that's why it's above um, Nebula for me. Because uh, as a kid, when I got, went to go see Iron Man two, I was like, "Oh my god, he's gonna put the suit on and it's gonna be able to be like a car, or he's gonna be rolling around or something." And it didn't happen, but it happened in this. <laughs> so yeah. it was cool. No, that that was awesome, and I, I like that. But yeah, it was more the Gamora thing that knocked it down for me. Oh, for sure. Um, but I will throw out, and it's kind of also like with the Nebula, how they really. And I mean, once again, they did it with Happy Hogan. They they basically did Die Hard. Yeah. Nebula was Blade Runner. This was Mad Max. Like, oh, for they, sure. They had like the zoom in shots. Like if you go watch Mad Max Fury Road, like in the races, they do the like zoom into the person on yep. like driving the car, and they do that throughout this episode. So it's like they clearly had these cinematic inspirations in mind, and yep. they nailed it. And oh, Nugget, for sure. even Happy Hogan nailed it. I just didn't enjoy that one. Yeah. Um, so you said that was your six. Yeah. So basically. Um, for I the most the part, we've talked about the same nebulous, still a little higher for me. So I'll go into my six. Uh-huh. Um, my six is the finale strange Supreme. Oh, okay. Uh, what, what happens if strange Supreme intervenes? And once again, this isn't that it's a bad episode. I think it's an awesome, cool episode. It just, it, it, it wasn't, the I didn't I like wanted. the strange Supreme going back evil. Yeah. Me either. Um, and that like, that just, that, bugged me i would have rather i liked the idea that he was collecting all these threats to the multiverse and all of this and this idea and i wish they just went that way and kind of kept it going i didn't like that all of a sudden he returned evil and it became this big fight but like all the stuff with all the weapons and the characters and all that coming back was awesome and i loved it and i loved Kahori and Captain Carter fighting. The the scenes were cool. It it also just it was just a bunch of big fight scenes. It didn't feel yeah that impactful until kind of the very end. And yeah, I loved sure. the very end. The shot of the Watcher and Captain Carter looking at Loki's tree of the multiverse. Oh my god, that was so cool. That got me so excited. And that's what 
sprung my brain theory that I'm going to pitch to you later about Avengers 5. Yeah. Was that shot at the end. So I, I did love, like, I really liked the episode, but as I thought about it, I was just like, it really was just a bunch of fight stuff and... Yeah which was cool, but as, as far as story-wise, I was just like, it, it kind of fell a little flat compared sure. to some others. For sure. It even fell in reverse for me, I'd say. Like, Strange was a, a good guy. He just saved the universe. He just fought for everyone's existence. And now he's all of a sudden going to take away everyone's existence just, just to save his own universes again? Like, Come on, guys. We could have got rid something. of his character growth. From right. Yeah. Exactly. One. It was just like, what the what the heck is the point of this? Yeah. But yeah, it was it was cool. The fight scenes were awesome. We also had just done Evil Doctor Strange and Multiverse yeah. of Madness again. We didn't need it Did again. Not. Again, I would have rather just kept Strange Supreme as Strange Supreme as this over. And maybe I liked the idea of maybe he's going behind the Watcher and intervening where the Watcher doesn't. Like that idea was cool. I wish they went more just down that road. For sure. Right, um, so I've kind of I've pitched. Um, what would your five be? Unless that's Strange Supreme. For it's you. Strange Supreme. Yeah. Okay. So then at this point we're equal because five is where Nebula comes in for me. Okay. So basically our five through nine are almost exactly the same. I have Nebula a bit higher, um, which kind of just <laughs> bumped down. A, but basically the same order except for Nebula jumped up to five for me. Yeah. All right, and that's kind of for me where I said once again, now I think we've hit that next break into the great. I, I think that the next oh, yeah. four to me were all just, they were the top tier. They were the best. The, that that kind of was another break point for me. Would you agree yeah, on that? Kind I completely of the agree. last four are top tiers? Yeah, I completely agree. All right, then I'll let you kick it off. What's your number four? My number four would probably be... Uh, this is tough because I, I think I want to put either, um, Captain Carter fighting Steve Rogers or no, I think I do want to put, yeah, I think that's my, that's my four. Captain Carter fought the Hydra Stomper. That's my number four. I will say that is not my four, um, mm-hmm. but I will let you give your pitch of why why this one falls in at four for you. Um, I thought it was really sick. I thought it was a really cool version of um, the Winter Soldier story for Captain Carter in a way. Um, like, um, I liked the way that they brought in a different perspective of like, Instead of it being the Winter Soldier, it's the Hydra Somper being controlled by the Red Room. And Steve Rogers is all of a sudden a trap and they get brought to the Red Room, which also ties in Natasha's story and all the widows and her mother, quote unquote. And I really just I really just like how that it I feel it felt like uh a full and like fully meshed together thought out, like short, you know, um, it felt like all the pieces fit and the story was fluent and all the characters were good and the action was good. And yeah, I think I enjoyed it. 
but there's aspects of it that I felt I already experienced. So it wasn't really anything too new to me, but um, it's definitely really good. And my top four is basically, they're all really good. Just some of them. Yeah, no, no I, I agree. It, it, it's bit. hard to place yeah. them. It absolutely, it's nitpicking, but yeah. I, I'd agree. All, all of them are great. And, but yeah, just for the sake of disagreement and yeah. discussion, I'll save my comments on Captain Carter for when I reveal okay. my ranking. Um, my number four was 1602. Um, okay. I know that wasn't the title of it, but yeah. that's, I'm just going to go with it because that's what it was. Um, this was one of the ones I was like, I, I know we talked in the last episode. I was extremely excited for this episode. And I thought it, I thought it did extremely well in adapting the 1602 kind of aesthetic and idea and the idea of, and just like in the comic, there's a man out of time and it ends up being Steve Rogers and the, the seeing the Robin Hood and all of this and the ideas and Thor kind of being an evil king. Um, it all just worked. It all just was really entertaining. It was all really fun trying to figure out what the issue was. When Captain Carter puts her hand into the chest and pulls out an Iron Man gauntlet that Tony made for her yep. with the time stone in it. And we find out that all of this was happened because of the Battle of Wakanda. Steve's shield like nicked the time stone. And it was just all so cool. And also like the time stone stuff and the rift and everything like getting sucked into the sky. To me, that was an incursion. The, yeah. That was these these two worlds are combined, and that was our first time I think truly seeing incursion. Yeah, we kind of saw it in Multiverse of Madness, but like that's where I'm just like, okay, this is this is setting up stuff for re- big real MCU. This is yeah. setting incursions. This is getting that idea ready in our minds without them telling us, hey, this is an incursion. They didn't have to directly say it, right? And so I loved it. I thought it was great. Um, my one nitpick of it is I wish we got more Scarlet Witch. Yeah, um, me too. Like it was a little disappointing that she, especially with Elizabeth Olsen back to do it, right? That we got we got like barely any Scarlet Witch. So that that's my one nitpick and kind of why it fell at four out of the top four episodes. Uh, yeah, I completely agree. I I wish there was. Again, less Happy Hogan in that episode and more Scarlet Witch in that episode. I'd agree. Um, So, yeah. So, I'll I'll go to my number three then. Um, My number three is Kahori. Kahori reshaped the world. That is also Um, my number three. All right. Perfect. Um, I loved it. Kahori was an awesome character. Brand new. Not from the comics. Yeah. And... It was a really cool telling of like alternate history, and it was what a what if episode should be. Um, we just had this very different interpretation. It didn't have to be a hero, but we got a a hero out of it, and we got a new character. And I just the, it was a fun episode, and getting to learn the fact that they used the native language and like all of this, it was just, it reminded me of, did you watch that? Um, I forget the name of the predator movie that Hulu released. Yes. yes I it enjoyed reminded that movie. me of like that where yeah, like, it, it really was did. like so authentic and real and it, it just, it, it felt different than anything else that you've had. And I thought it was a lot of fun. I, I really enjoyed it. Yeah, I completely agree. 
I thought it was like a really fun way to also introduce a, a new character and a new like type of timeline universe type type thing. And like just the character themselves, Kahori is like really just likable as a as a superhero, as a character. Um brings in their own vibe, their own, you know, culture, language and like beliefs and forms it into like this really cool and passionate like character who wants to just do right by the world in which we are all living on the world, you know, and we should all be together with it, not hurt it and hurt each other and stuff like that. And that's really cool. And just like when she gets there, she immediately realizes that she needs to do more with the power that she's been given and fight for everyone. And that's really dope. I really like that episode. My question for you, do we get Kahori in live action? I hope so. I really do. I do think, yeah, I do think it's possible for sure. I, I do as well. I, I, I think I think this what if season is going to end up being when down the line when we look back at the multiverse saga. I think what if season two is going to become kind of like very important down the line, and I, I could see Kahori playing a role in that. All right, so top two. Um, you have, we both have one of the same up here in the top two, and then you have 1602 somewhere. I have Captain Carter somewhere up here. I let you go. What would your number two be? Well, my, my number four was 1602. I thought your number four was Captain Carter. Oh, wait, yeah, yeah, yeah. Captain Carter, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Captain Carter, then No, 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 okay. Yeah, yeah, no. It's or would you do 1602, that, then Yeah, Kahori. yeah, 1602, then Kahori. Kahori's in my top Okay, two. so your 1602 would be three, yeah. Kahori would be two. All right, um, so then your number one, I'll let, I'll let you say it, and then I'll, I'll talk about where it fell in my, my top two. Yeah, um, so my number one is what if Hela found the Ten Rings? And... I did not expect to like absolutely love this episode. Um, I believe we both even talked about how we thought this episode was pointless when we right. talked about the episode titles. We, exactly. we both downplayed this episode and like it was awesome. It was such a good episode. Yeah, I like I went into it. I was like, okay, here we go. Just a hell of finding the rings. But no, it was like kind of a love story and also kind of a, a self like self journey story and just hella finding basically exactly what like hella went, I mean, what Thor went through in his movies, like she learned in like 30 minutes, which is cool. But, um, it was like, I don't know. They really meshed it really well. I really don't know how else to describe it, but like, it was just so fire, like the aspects of Hela only thinking that she had to do what Odin said at first and how she had to finish the mission that she that he gave her all that time ago. And now that he wants to give up, she has to, you know, change from that, but she doesn't want to at first. Um, so he strips her helmet away, her crown, like how Thor's hammer was in his first movie until, you know, he learned, he gained knowledge of, you know, how to be better and all that stuff. And she also needed to learn compassion and, um, instead of just, cause I think the message was like, what kind of 
God of death can you be if you can't appreciate life? Um, and that was fire because she goes through this journey of, you know, meeting, I can't remember his name, but, uh, the Mandarin, you know, meeting the Mandarin and, you know, they're going to team up, but then she tries to steal the rings from him. And then she has to run away because he's hunting her. Um, and then she runs into Shang-Chi's mom and he, she learns literally the mystic martial arts and how to be a better person and how to just achieve like inner peace or something. And it's just fire knives and fire knives. She really wanted (laughs) fire fire knives knives and she did it. Yeah. It was so cool. And Oh man. And the action played perfectly. Um, the, the fight with Odin with the Mandarin and Hela was so dope. And man, I, yeah, I just think this is how they should make what if episodes all the time. Um, if possible, but yeah, no, I, I, so this, this hell is my number two. Okay. Um, so that means captain card is my number one. So I'll kind right. of talk about um, them kind of here together. Hella finding the 10 rings was a perfect blend of the first Thor and Shang-Chi right. with a, a different retelling and characters. And it was the way it was done and the surprising elements and yeah, Hella's character development and all the aspects you brought up were just so well done and so well realized. And Shang-Chi, like the, that story, like we've talked about how much we love that movie and how we need more of it. Well, here's kind of our first like revisit back into that world. And it was great. Please give us more. <laughs> Please give us more. Um, the mention, um, and I, this is once again where my brain theory of stuff going coming up is Helen talking about the rings not being of this world. Yeah. That got my head. Okay, well, there's another mention of the rings. We still have no idea what that signal is. Uh, like, I think it's all I think it's all setting stuff up. But also, man, I want Hella back. I, like, I want Kate Blanchett back in live action. I, I want more of Hella after this episode. Like, it, it was great. Um, so Captain Carter for me was my number one episode. Um, Maybe a little bit of bias of me really loving kind of like the Captain America, Peggy Carter story stuff might right. might have had an impact. But I like like we said, these top four were all extremely close. Um, but I also think it was a perfect blending of two stories in this case, winter soldier and black widow. Um, I think it did. I mean, winter soldier is one of the best Marvel movies there is. It's, it's, it's up there as a top Marvel movie and this gave it and did it extremely well, but it also re essentially gave black widow that movie the the treatment it deserved and it did it correct and for once we got the winter soldier character in this case the hydra somber comic accurately being a part of the red room and not hydra and we got the scenes with captain carter and steve rogers that the was so meaningful in connection like yeah steve was still under the influence of the red room but the scene of them talking about um, never having time and all of that when they were in the creepy 
um, village, uh, the 1950s of idyllic America, like the, the imagery and the meaning and the symbolism there. Like just, I, I was eating it up and like the, the message yeah, yeah. and the, the heartfelt connection between these characters just was so impactful. And then that made it feel even more than in 1602 when she was talking to that Steve Rogers and having a similar conversation and it, it just all went really well. And also I think a reason why to me this episode's up there is this is, this is a Captain Carter show like that. She truly is like the, to me, like the true main character of. No, what yeah, I completely if. agree. We have yeah these other side characters, but Captain Carter really makes this show work and does it, and it kind of is our character that helps guide us through all this. And the the fact that it revealed she was aware of the Watcher still and could like hear him and um, yeah. all this other stuff that was going on that then paid off and built up later to the season. I just I will. I ate it all up, and I, I just thought it was season-wise had the most impact in setting things up in the future. Um, I think potentially MCU-wise setting things up, and did the Winter Soldier well, gave us Black Widow but better, had some amazing action sequences, had some creepy sequences, and I, I, I had nothing wrong with it. Um, and once again, maybe there's a little bias to me, I, I love Captain America. I love that character. I think I think he's awesome. I love the stories. Right. So maybe there's a little bias there from me. Um, but to me, it, it was my number one. Completely fair. I I completely agree with like yeah everything you're saying, honestly. But for me, Hella just... definitely fought for that top spot oh, yeah. in my mind, though. Like that episode when I when when I watched Captain Carter, I was like, that's gonna be my top episode. Like then, I, I was like, I had like in my mind locked it. I was, I was keeping a, a note page. I have it up. Right. I, I was like, I was putting them in the rankings. When I watched Happy Hogan, I'm like, that's going to be my last one. Yeah. Captain Carter was like, that's going to, and then I watched the hell episode. I'm like, oh, is it, is it, it does it push it? Cahoria. I was like, does it get there? Yeah. So like they, it was close, but yeah, it was yeah. a great season. Oh yeah, for sure. I, I think I like this season more than I like the last one. I like the finale for the first one better though. But, yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I'd agree. I, overall, I like this season more. I agree, though. The finale of season one was yeah, definitely better. for sure. Um, but let's transition that into we're getting season three. Woo. They've already confirmed it. Um, there was a little teaser that they threw out shortly after um, with Bucky and the Red Guardian. Um, we're going to get a Bucky and Red Guardian episode. So, yeah. Yeah. I don't know what much else to say about that, but that, that's exciting. The fact that we're what if is continuing. I'm um, looking forward. What to it. actually? Uh, I'll I'll throw this out. What really surprised me about season two is how many actual real actors they got to come back and do their characters. We had Paul Rudd in there. We had, um, I believe it was Kate Blanchett that did Hella. Yeah. Like we we had all like the big name actors like coming back and doing their roles. So that. And when I saw that, like that to me read as this matters. Yeah. The fact that they're investing in the actors to do this, this matters. This is important. They're getting the right people to come and do these parts. I, I think it has, they're going to find a way to bring these characters in 
soon for sure because like i have a theory go for it man um so yeah no i'll I'll throw this out there so i the ending shot obviously we saw the watcher and captain carter standing in front of loki's tree of the multiverse we know the multiverse saga is continuing marvel said we're, we're not leaving the multiverse saga behind avengers 5 currently is sitting out there as unnamed so th- this is my theory, headcanon, what I want to pitch you of, of Avengers 5. Yeah. Avengers 5, the Illuminati. Mm, okay. What we essentially find out is the rings, the 10 rings, that Signal is contacting. I, I have a couple options. I, I haven't, I didn't settle on one. I think my top choice would be Galactus. They're sending a message out to Galactus. My another idea I had was Kevin the robot, um, or the Watcher himself, and maybe it's like an evil Watcher storyline. Because uh, there actually is like a what if story of like the Watcher being aware of Galactus and not doing something. I had looked it up closer to it. I probably should have relooked it up. Um, I'll do it uh, in a second uh, after I, I do the full pitch. I'll look it up as I, I hear your reaction to all this. Um, but essentially, while the Watcher and Captain Carter are kind of exploring the multiverse, they learn of Galactus, and they travel to the main MCU universe to essentially warn of the threat, and it leads to the creation of the Illuminati. And at the same time, another duo kind of comes to the same conclusion, and that being Doctor Strange and Clea, who we saw venturing out to deal with incursions, in the end of Multiverse of Madness. So this kind of group of four starts the Illuminati. And the storyline is essentially the the build-up to Secret Wars from Jonathan Hickman's comic run, where the Illuminati is going around and basically killing worlds to save the main universe. And in that storyline, in particular, Captain America basically stands up and says, we can't do this. We, we right. can't actually kill these worlds and do this to protect our own. That's not what heroes are about. That would happen, but that's going to be Captain Carter. She's taking on that role of being the voice. And in that, um, in the comic, eventually they um, brainwash Captain America to forget what's happening. And the Illuminati keeps going on and destroying worlds to try and protect their own. It eventually leads to only the Ultimate Universe and the main Marvel Comics universe being the last two universes. It leads to the Beyonder and Secret Wars and all that. And I think that's what happens Um, Mm. with kind of Kang playing the role of Beyonder. Once again, all of this building up to kind of Galactus maybe being the the big, biggest bad at the end of it all, though. Um, My Illuminati team, Doctor Strange, Clea are on the team. As as I said, they'd start it. Captain Carter replacing Captain America for the early part. Eventually, once again, she'd be kind of kicked out, maybe gets thrown into the main MCU as not being aware, kind of brainwashed, whatever it is, but to also get Captain Carter into the main MCU. We also already saw her a part of a Illuminati um, in Multiverse of Madness. The Watcher would be a part of the team. Replacing Black Bolt because I don't think they're going to do Black Bolt. Um, Mr. Fantastic. This is how we get Mr. Fantastic introduced. Hopefully Pedro Pascal. 
Um, Beast, I think. The Beast we saw at the end of the Marvels replacing Professor X on the team. Actually, no. I think Beast is just a part of the Illuminati. Because I don't have a note next to him of replacing. Is Beast just a part of the team? Sorry. I mean... Yeah, Beast is just a part of the team. Never mind. Beast is just normally a part of the team. Uh, So Beast is there. No more is normally on the team, so we could maybe do no more. But I actually thought Shang Chi could fill in that role once again with the rings playing an aspect in this movie. And then Iron Man is normally a part of the team, but we obviously don't have that. So this is where Iron Lad Kang comes into play. Interesting. And this is where we get Kang tying back into all this kind of maybe manipulating the Illuminati to do this. So that then he can take like the power and basically take the doom role that basically Marvel has set him up to take for Secret Wars, where he creates Battle World and all of this and creates it in his image. And it's Kang, but in an Iron Man armor for Iron Lad. Right. But basically, the movie is them going around essentially destroy. We're going to watch them be bad guys, destroying worlds. But eventually ending up setting up the idea of secret wars and all of that. And once again, and in that um, Jonathan Hickman run of the comics, Galactus plays a role and actually as a good guy. And all of it was he was trying to help and warn and actually plays a role in helping to restore the universe with um, Franklin Richards and all of it at the end. Like Galactus plays a role in those comics. So that's where, like, once again, maybe the contacting Galactus isn't contacting him even as a villain. I think you could have him be the biggest villain at the end or maybe even teasing it for the next saga. But I think kind of building it up. And I I wanted to bring the rings in and the contacting. And Galactus made the most sense uh, for a cosmic entity. But yeah, what do you think? What, what, what If that was Avengers 5, kind of that general idea of the Illuminati and playing off the Jonathan Hickman run, what, what would you say? I would say that that's honestly a fire concept. Um, I think it would be really interesting for them to revisit the Illuminati after we see them get absolutely dismantled and destroyed by Wanda in multiverse. Um, and just to show like, yeah, that wasn't really the main Illuminati in this universe, you know, sorry guys. (laughs) Um, I, I honestly, I think that would be fire, especially to bring in Kang and continue like some newer version of Kang without, uh, majors. And I love the character selection. So wouldn't be opposed to that. And it's it's basically the correct team with a couple. Right. All right. And then, so I, I looked it up as, as you're talking. So this is the, the what if story that also kind of inspired it. So there is a what if scenario in the comics. What if Uwatu had never interfered? And he watches a world where he doesn't alert the Fantastic Four to the coming of Galactus. What if that's the Fantastic Four movie? Where it's like Galactus destroying fan because we know Fantastic Four are meant to kind of be from a different time. What if they're from a different universe? And in that universe, Uwatu, maybe him and Captain Carter see the warning, and we see that in Fantastic Four, and they don't warn them. Uwatu maybe stops Captain Carter from warning them, saying we can't interfere because that's been his whole thing. And he watches this happen. He watches Galactus devour this universe. 
and then maybe like Galactus turns and is heading towards the main Marvel universe next. And so that's what causes them to go warn them. Oh, that, that would be that so was, funny. Yeah, I was like, I knew there was a what if story that had a play in here and I just forgot to write it in my notes. I had to relook it up. But yeah, that, that was why Galactus played a role in it was that comic storyline. Kevin Feige, my phone, my phone's open. Just saying. <laughs> yes, please. I know, I know, you're, I know you're a Mediaverse listener. My phone's yeah. open. Big fan of the yeah, channel, I, I channel just, Mr. Feige. I had that idea with everything they've been setting up. Like, what if, what if this is what they're <laughs> building towards? Obviously, maybe not exactly this, but this idea. And I love the Jonathan Hickman comics, so that also plays a role. I think those comics are fantastic. Yeah. All right. Well, let's. We got just some new stories to power through. We got maybe one more kind of big topic. I don't expect it to be um, that long of a discussion. Um, but let's kind of just rapid fire a couple things. So, Kang, we, we brought him up here. Marvel has said Kang is not leaving. Um, they are going to recast. He, they're not dropping the character. And I'm a fan of uh, this decision. Yeah. Uh, I. I want to see Kang done right. Yes. I don't think we've fully seen Kang done 100% correctly outside of end of Loki season one, He Who Remains. I think that has been our best form of Kang so far, but I, that wasn't even true Kang the Conqueror. I want to see true Kang the Conqueror done right. And the current rumor, the current actor that's being linked to it is Coleman Domingo, uh, best known for, I believe, his role on Euphoria, the yep. TV show. I have not watched Euphoria. I haven't watched a lot of his work, so I'm not fully familiar with this. Are you familiar with Coleman Domingo? I very much am. Uh, How how would you feel of him taking on the role of King? Coleman Domingo is, in my opinion, a very good actor. Um, He, I don't know. I don't know if, I don't. I don't feel like I've seen him in like a Kang type, like serious type role like that, like threatening type role. Um, but I definitely think he has it in him. I definitely. Ha- I think he has the 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 body type, the the facial structure, the posture, the voice for it. Um, I I I like him as an actor, and I I think he can. I think he could do it. I'll be real. From everything I've been seeing and people talking about, it sounds like he definitely can can fit the role. And it seems like most people believe what what you said. Like he's a good actor. Like I, said, I, just, I haven't watched really anything he's done, so I can't overly speak on it. But I, I'm excited uh, that they are going down that route. Um, I know he's a bit older as yeah. well, mm-hmm. uh, so maybe it's it's a more seasoned older king. Um, I've heard a lot of fan casting because people now are throwing out the fan cast. A lot of people are calling for Denzel Washington to become King. That would be interesting. Yeah, I was like, okay. I was like, I feel like we would just see Denzel Washington. I feel like it would be King. It would be Denzel Washington. So I'm kind of not on that train. I'd rather get someone like Coleman Domingo, who I'm like, I don't know who that is. I kind of want that from Marvel again. I don't know who that is. Or that's not a super iconic actor and they can become the character more than the character becomes that actor. Um, with more casting news, but a bit more on the sad side with this one, Steven Yun, 
um, best known for his role in Walking Dead um, and Beef on Netflix, who he just won a Golden Globe for. Um, Shout-outs to him. Uh, he has had to drop out of his role as Sentry for the Thunderbolts movie. I'm sad. Yeah, that's I'm really sad. I was so excited about this. Yeah. And the Sentry and him. In particular, Stephen Young as the character. Because also, like, he does the voice of Invincible. And, like, I was like, this is going to be so cool. Like, having him take that character, like, that idea, that hero but play a very different character that's a hero and a villain and all of this. And I was like, he's going to be perfect for this. And, oh, man, this 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 is sad. Yeah, and I'm a big fan of him just from The Walking Dead, even. Yeah, um, he, he was one of the best parts yeah. of The Walking Dead, and which should have ended after season two. Yeah, but, you know. <laughs> this um, isn't a Walking Dead conversation, yeah. but I have to throw that in there. Uh, but it was, uh, yeah, it's definitely a letdown to hear that uh, Mr. Steven is walking away, you know? It, uh... He he has said he still wants to do a Marvel movie at some point just because the movies are getting pushed back. It just said it didn't work in his schedule anymore. So right. Maybe at some point we do get a Steven Yoon Marvel character, but it, it doesn't seem to be the Sentry. So if the Sentry is still going to be in the Thunderbolts, and I'm going to put you on the spot, any any actors you would want to take on this role? Anyone that comes to mind that you can play this Superman-esque character that also has a very evil side? Um, I honestly could not give you an actor right now. I, I was kind of just like... Stephen Nguyen's going to gabody this. Um, <laughs> so I haven't really thought of any other actors to fit this, but yeah. I mean, my fan cast would be him. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm with it. He, he would still be my top choice. Um, ones I've heard other people throw out, I'll throw them out there. People got extremely cheeky instantly and were like Henry Cavill. Yeah. I'm like... Eh. I, I'm going to say no. I, I, I would not want Henry Cavill to take the role because <laughs> it is basically just Superman, but for Marvel. Yeah. I, I, th- I think that's too cheeky. Um, uh, Alan Richson, um, currently playing Reacher, um, but has been in a lot of stuff throughout time, um, is a fan cast people have thrown out. Definitely has the body for it. I like the actor. and I, I wouldn't be upset with that one. Um, those are the two I've really heard. Um a name that came to mind for me um, that I thought would be interesting and kind of uh, two names, uh, both kind of from the TV universe, have played heroes before on the TV universe. Um, well, I, I just blanked on that. Uh, Justin Hartley um, from This Is Us um, played Green Arrow on Smallville. Um, kind of, I know he has a new TV show like Tracker or something, but like, that was a name that popped in mind for me. And then the Green Arrow himself from the TV series, the the main one, uh, Stephen Amell. I, th- I thought both of them could. Um, they they physically have the look of the Sentry. Um, I, I thought they, they could be some interesting choices. I think Stephen Amell is a very interesting choice. But I think he has the, the aspects for it, like the acting aspects for it. Um, the others, I'm not too sure on. I don't know them as well, but I all I'm saying is I hope they they nail this replacement actor for sure. I hope they already had one in the weights. Just 
queued up for it. Yeah, no, I, I I hope it. Yeah, because also I don't want Thunderbolts to get delayed. I'm, that's right. one of the movies I'm super excited about. So I, I don't want that movie to suffer because they now have to. I don't want it to get pushed back more because of this. Um, all right, continuing on, just powering through some things. Echo. Echo comes out tomorrow as of us recording. It will be today for when I post this because I'm not going to have this published until tomorrow morning. Right. Um, but yeah, we got a we got a trailer. We got a little trailer. Um, so just kind of get our thoughts about it. Our, our, I know last time we talked to Echo, we both were looking forward to it. But today before, what are you feeling? Did you like the trailer they put out there? Um, Sorry, my dog is working. Are you excited? Um. I am honestly looking more and more forward to it as these like reveals get dropped. Um, the the reveal of like the the Netflix universe being kind of canon. It seems like yeah, like the fact that they showed Netflix yeah, stuff in the trailer. It's kind of I'm not gonna lie. Yeah. Um, no, cause, maybe cause they, it'll be they just still like happen. a parallel universe-ish type thing where it's like things were similar but not the same. Yeah. So but, I actually I looked this up before we started recording because I was like, have they confirmed Netflix being in there? And they're still being a little cheeky about it. They're still like, oh, we haven't, we we aren't sure. But like one guy said, like, yeah, no, it it, it essentially like in his head it is. So I'm like, I think with this show, we're going to get it confirmed that the Netflix universe is officially a part of the MCU. I I think this is going to be the show that sets that as canon. And that's why they're not fully answering it. Because I think that's something that's going to play a role in the show. But based off the fact that like they showed the stuff in the trailer, like you said, like the the trailer was so well edited like the like they showed the stuff about kingpin then they brought in daredevil all of that was like in black and white except for daredevil's suit was in red and it was cool and then echo comes in and it just it's it's tie, in in your head it's tying it all together and i am so excited for it i can't wait no yeah i completely agree i i think the editing was well done as well and um I think that the trailers that they're dropping are doing something that I feel like a lot of Marvel trailers haven't done in recent time, and that's kind of build hype. <laughs> um, I feel like most of the trailers are just like, look, here's all the cool stuff that's about to happen, and look who's in it. And that's about it. But like, this is doing that, but like, actually suspenseful and like, makes you want to watch the trailer. And, you know, they've got not everything that you're going to see in the show in it and stuff like that, but like good enough aspects that make you want to watch the show for once. And I feel like that's something we rarely get in trailers. So moral of the story, I'm excited for echo tomorrow. I will be watching. Same. I'm looking forward to after work and we'll we'll discuss the episodes and our thoughts on the next episode. Yep. (laughs) Um, yeah, when that episode will be, uh, most likely in two weeks, but who knows? Do you know um, if they're dropping two episodes again at first, or is it just singular? Uh, it's all at once. 
Oh, it's all. Oh, that's right. It's all at yeah, once. I it, forgot it's, the, a, it's a full. Because remember when we first yeah, learned about that, I it forgot. was like, oh man, they kind of just threw it away. News. Right. Yeah. Yeah. They're kind of just throwing it away. But now it's all of a sudden it's like, oh, I can't wait to watch. Yeah. All thank God they made world. it bingeable. <laughs> yeah. Um, building on this, because um, obviously there's not a ton. It was a lot of the same footage as the first, the last trailer they released, just kind of right. differently mixed in the stuff. So they're not going to go too into it all because we get it tomorrow. No point in like really breaking it down here at this point. But also with this, we got this kind of news. Uh, and I guess also what the trailer did was set up the street level Marvel. Yes. It had Daredevil. It had Kingpin. It had the footage from Hawkeye. Like tying all this together as a street level. And they've said and talked about Kingpin being the Thanos of street level Marvel. Yeah. Which he should be. I'm just yeah, like, completely. He should be, but the fact that they're saying it is awesome. It is. It's great to hear, honestly. Yeah, and who I'm most excited for that impacting is, you know, who's a character they just threw down to the street level? Who's a big-name movie character that they're like, man, let's, let's knock this guy down a peg and make him street level like he should be. Because he's a friendly neighborhood Spider-Man, and he's right. that friendly neighborhood. And you know, I who, can't wait for you know Kingpin who teams up with you know who teams up with Daredevil. You know, sometimes, yeah. yeah, yeah. I, I, I can't, I can't, I don't. I, Daredevil: Born Again would be the first chance I think of that actually happening. Most likely, Spider-Man Four, whatever that ends up being. But I, that's what gets me excited. They're throwing Spider-Man back down to the street level. They're talking about Kingpin being the Thanos of street-level Marvel. We're getting street-level Marvel to kind of give us this realism again. All of this is exciting for me. Oh, I'm beyond excited. All right. Now talk about the opposite of excitement. Let's move away from Marvel. Aquaman 2. I haven't even seen it. Yeah, that's... the I think right there just just proves (laughs) it. Um, Yeah. It kind of just it it, it it did what we thought it was going to yeah. do. It just kind of it's there. Congratulations, the DCEU is officially dead, and it's a it's a movie. It's there. Um, I'll give a quick quick review. It's a fun can like family action movie. That's all I really can say about it. It doesn't. It's a fun Jason Momoa movie, but unlike Aquaman one, one thing that I loved about Aquaman one was Jason Momoa became Aquaman. He felt like Aquaman. It it, it truly felt like he was that character. This goes back to him feeling like Jason Momoa. Um, it just For sure. feels like a Jason Momoa buddy cop movie, Thor the Dark World style. And, and I said, it didn't need to be there. Right. It's you could tell you could see how hacked apart it is. You can it's got good parts, it's got bad parts. It's I've heard it's your standard DC movie. I've heard <laughs> that um uh that I've heard that it's like the action scenes are really good, I've heard, and like yeah, which I, I don't. Comic, I'm James cool. Wan, but it's, right? It's, they're cool James Wan action scenes. Right. Absolutely, I'd agree with that. But like the the in between the story is just it's there. 
There's nothing, no, nothing to write home about. It's there. If you if you haven't seen it, wait for it to go to HBO Max. It'll be there in a month. <laughs> Blue Beetle was better. Yeah, Blue Beetle probably that, way that's better. All I have to say. Yeah. Blue Beetle. Was Blue Beetle's one of my favorite movies of last year. Yeah. Uh, something maybe for a future episode. Um, once, once. Also, you've seen Aquaman too. Um, rating the DC extended universe movies. Um, future episode idea. Go, going through like Man of Steel to Aquaman two, all the all the Snyderverse movies, and and how we would rank them, kind of like how we did with What If episodes. Future idea when we don't have stuff to talk about. Okay. Um, but we do have all right. We got the wet fart out of the way, which was Aquaman two. <laughs> Literally, let's end with just some of the most hype. This isn't Marvel. This isn't DC. This isn't Star Wars, but. I'm so excited for this. We got a teaser for Arcane Season 2. Yes, sir. It's If you didn't watch Arcane Season 1, it's the League of Legends animated show on Netflix. Please go watch it. It's just, yes, Arcane please. Season 1 is some of the best television out there. Not a, not animation. Tele- it's, it's animation that transcends the genre. Kind of like Avatar The Last Airbender. Like... Um, shows like that that just they tell such a good story arcane does it better than any of them i'm so excited for season two we got a short teaser but i i want to kick it over you because i feel like i've been talking too much what did you think about this short teaser we got um well honestly i didn't think much out of it besides i'm just so ready for arcane to come back um, as someone who slept on Arcane for like the first few months when it came out, honestly, um, because I saw League of Legends and went ew. <laughs> um, but then I gave it a shot. I, I still think Rob hasn't watched it because Imagine Dragons. Imagine Dragons. Yeah, mm-hmm. and, and I'm just like, just hit skip intro, Rob, please. Listen, please. man. I know Rob, you check Rob, on this podcast sometimes, us, bro. <laughs> listen, man. Yeah. Homie to homie. Gamer to gamer, streamer to streamer. Just watch the show, bro. You're going to like it. Just hit skip intro, please. Yes, please. Uh, <laughs> but, um, yeah, man, the first season blew me away. Yeah. yeah. N- knowing League of Legends it. stuff and what they were teasing in that teaser trailer and, like, the lore and the characters that that they're teasing and coming and the, the theories off of season one... I'm very excited. Um, we can maybe go more in depth in our, maybe we could do like an arcane season one recap as we get closer. Cause season two, I believe is coming at the end of the year. We got time. Um, and yeah, we'll, we'll talk about it as it comes out. We'll, we'll work. We're going to work some of these other nerdy type things. I'm sure when ever we get live action avatar, the last airbender from Netflix, I know we're going to be talking about that. Um, when we get the new animated movies, we're Avatar the Last Airbender. If we're going to be talking about that, we're we'll bring all this stuff in. But I just wanted to throw Arcane Season Two quickly in there because when I saw it, I was just like, "Man, I, I hope Sacred watches Arcane because I want oh, to talk about it." I'm a big fan. I'm a big fan. Jinx Jinx is also, unironically, one of my favorite uh, League of Legends characters. Yeah, yeah, Jinx. The, the Jinx, Caitlin, Caitlin, Jinx, stuff Caitlin. So yeah. 
So good. Heimer Jr. I love my boy Heimer Jr. Right. <laughs> he, he was awesome in the show. Well so realized. I, I, like I said, I, knowing some of the characters they're teasing that are coming up, I just am so excited. <laughs> it's going to be so cool. Um, but yeah, we'll wrap it up. We got just over an hour there. Um, any final thoughts you want to, you want to throw out before we, we wrap it up? Um, not really. Um, yeah, no, I'm, I got nothing. I will say coming up this year, we're going to be lacking on some, some Marvel stuff, um, which is kind Probably of unfortunate. A new DC movie rankings right. at a point. Right. Top and... tier content right there. <laughs> hopefully, hopefully. Um, you know, that, we'll get a guest for that episode. We'll, we'll bring okay. someone else in that's suffered through all the DC EU movies. Ah, uh, Yes. I have an idea. We'll find which one of our poor friends has also watched all those movies. <laughs> Once again, we'll wait. Wait yeah, until yeah. Man 2 comes For on HBO sure. Max. That, then we'll do that episode. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, Alright. But yeah. Um, I, don't, I don't have anything. Make Illuminati Avengers 5. It's all yes, right. I, I, be, I love my idea. Cool. Marvel, that make it real. That would be pretty cool. Um, also, I, I don't know if you, you've been able to, but everyone, go watch Monarch on Apple TV. My God, does it just Oh, my gosh. I, I need an Apple TV subscription, man. I want to watch it so bad. It's so good. I, I, I think it's the season finale this week, and I, I'm just, what just happened in the penultimate episode? I'm just, I need the next episode. <laughs> I need it. Oh, I, one last thing I want to throw out. Are you watching Percy Jackson? Yes. Yes. Yeah. I was just talking about oh. this on stream with my chat this week um big fan of how it's going so far i think it's really yeah, dope yeah i know i know last time i, I brought it up and you and i gotta watch I, I i love it i've been loving it i will say that the percy actor is a little too like mellow for me and i, I feel like he could be a bit more um dynamic that, yeah. that's my only critique of the show but it's a child actor. I understand. I think he is still doing a good job. I think he's just a little too one note. Um, I think for me, overall, I think he has like moments where he shines. Like it, like it pops out. You know, like his his character. Yeah, I, like, I agree. Versatility. I just, it was more, yeah. which it was more often consistent. More yeah, for sure. But yeah. I mean, as you said, child actor. He's good at what he does, and what he's doing so far is right. It's good. Yeah. But it could be better. It, 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 it is be better, correct. But it, it is just great. Could be better. Which right? He'll grow into the character. I'm right. fine. I want this to continue. Annabeth and Grover killing it, loving both of them. I think they're 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 nailing it. Keep it going. Percy actor can can turn it up a, a, a slight notch. Um, maybe he will. Uh, but yeah, I'm loving I'm loving what they're doing. So uh, maybe we'll do a deeper dive on Percy Jackson when we have a bit more time as well. But throw that in at the end. Um, where can people find you on the internet? I know we covered it at the start of the episode, but let's remind them here at the end. As you guys know, you can always find me on Twitch at a sacred skull or Twitter at a sacred skull or Instagram at a sacred skull, even though I barely use it. Um, but yeah, of course, you know, tweet at me, follow me on Twitch. We, you know, as I was saying, we discuss, you know, Percy Jackson live when it's happening, shows when they're happening, movies when I go see them, random movies that I just watch during the week, you know, just, just come, come chat with me, you know, do what you, do what you, do what's fun and follow me. Gosh dang it. Um, yeah, you can find me Twitch, YouTube, Derpy Dragon 15. 
Um, in particular, YouTube, like I said, it's I've been posting Marvel Snap stuff there, and it's it's been doing well. It's pretty I'm gonna, cool. Tomorrow with the new card, Hercules coming out. I'm gonna I'm gonna try my first Twitch and YouTube stream with that. Sheesh. Um, just get Twitch. Twitch is, hasn't hasn't been doing the best, so I feel and, and if YouTube's doing well, I mean, I'm gonna see if that, that keeps going. I, 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 my uh, other goal, along with Advanced GG Code, goal goal down the line is to become official Marvel Snap creator, join the, the Marvel Snap creator program. So. I know the requirements. I, I, need, I need to hit them. Big thing is followers slash subscribers. So go hit that follow or subscribe button. Yes, Twitch is go. closer to the follow. So hit the follow button on Twitch, but keep watching the YouTube videos because that will get me the viewer count Amen. I need to get in. Amen. <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, thank you all for being with us. Um, hopefully you enjoyed our ramblings. In the comments, Twitter, wherever it is, throw your what if episode rankings at us. Yes, please. Uh, and do you if agree you with us? Them. Do you disagree? And if you didn't watch them, why? Yeah, just skip Happy Hogan. It's right. Okay. Rest of them. Rest and of maybe them even the watch. finale. That's okay too. Yeah, um, still watch. There's some cool. It was. It was a cool action scenes. I will say. Yeah. Just accept that it completely kills character right. development for right. that. It, it gives a giant it was kind of lazy one. it was kind of lazy yeah. kind of lazy i agree but potentially setting up really cool ideas oh for sure with that we'll see you all in the next one bye everyone